This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Anyway, I seen a post. I mean, I think right now uh, front and center with most people is uh, what's going on with COVID, ma- mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, vaccine mandates. And yep. we're seeing where a lot of the healthcare and pilots, they're actually, uh, you know, walking out. And, and uh, you know, I, I really respect them. I, I was reading an article the other day about a lot of those men and women were former military people Mm-mm. okay yeah the pilots and so forth and so i I'm really sure, yeah. i really appreciate that because me personally i believe it's about a choice right and my choice is it's my body right right and uh speaking of that you know for the longest time have we heard about you know women have said it's it's my body my choice right whether they want to abort. You know, the, the thing that's kind of always bothered me about that, way beyond the fact of what our belief is, mm-hmm. is the fact that if I was if I was uh, driving down the road, God forbid, and I, I hit a vehicle that had a pregnant woman in it, and, and that baby uh, passed away, mm-hmm. I would be charged most likely with manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And so for her and the baby. Yeah, for her and the baby. And so the thing of it is, like, how can it be a baby when I hit him with the car when you hit him with the car and it's not a baby mm-hmm. when they choose to abort it? And mm-hmm. then that's a whole nother subject. And yeah. we were we were gonna talk about uh health, you know, and I think so. And this is one of the posts uh from somebody that I this is kind of like front center in my my heart, my belief is and this guy says not a single government in the world has used the COVID crisis as an opportunity to massively educate their populations on how to live healthily. Mm. And I mean, really, I mean, stop and think about it. Like 
all you got to do is Google what is the number one and number two mm. killers in the United States. You know, every person, every family member that has been sick with the flu, whether you want to, you know, call it COVID or, or uh, just a regular flu, uh, you know, I, I feel for him. But, you know, I didn't even realize until President Trump said 60 to 80,000 people die annually. From, from the flu. flu. Yeah. Huh? I mean, yeah. I've had a flu. Have you yeah. had a flu? Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody many, many we know. Many times over many the years. Times. And, and so that's been around a long time, but wouldn't you agree that it's pol- a little bit political mm-hmm. because all of a sudden the masks come out and they're trying to force vaccines on you that aren't really officially vaccines? Mm-hmm. So why, you know, when it comes down to it, why isn't my body and my choice? Like... I even I've you know you know this and it's like for years have I harped on health way before all this stuff was going down yeah years years about taking supplements right because you know we're not getting it from the food busy lifestyles mm-hmm. eat it you know people Eating eat out, it, junk eat, food eat yeah exactly Fast and so food. and you know what the thing of it is it's like I heard this saying one time it says um, uh. A lot of people in the beginning, uh, they they give up their health to get their wealth. And then in the end, yeah. they give up their wealth to get back their health. So what if you could live, you know, the Bible talks more about moderation, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's pretty much in all things. I mean, I don't, I don't think it, I mean, even you as a, a weightlifter, have, I mean, you had a personal trainer. Yeah. I mean, isn't there J's that you can maybe cheat? Maybe something you just want to have, you know, you eat a certain way, meal prep, and you yeah. do all these things, but then at some time, maybe you just want to cheat. Today, I'm going to cheat. Yeah. That goes on, right? Right. But that's not going to affect your body. I've did, I've did health seminars through the company I'm with for years and years, and, and understanding how the body, I mean, I'm not no doctor, but again, logic and common sense, and you can pretty much Google and, and uh, study there's so much information out there now, yeah. but it's a choice. And as a young person, how many times do you remember me ever saying you're free to choose, but you're not free to choose the consequences of your choice? Yeah. The Bible talks about sowing and reaping, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap, right? And so yeah. I don't believe that's just spiritually. I mean, I think that can be no. physically also because you know as well as I do that, I mean, if, 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 there's another scripture that says death and life is in the power of the tongue mm-hmm. and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So the bottom line is if I was the kind of person that didn't guard my tongue and, and basically I call myself stupid all the time or, you know, say bad things about other people, right. you know, I, I do believe that, it, you know, that it will come, it will come back to you. Right. I, I, you know, and so I don't believe that's a good thing to be doing. So I try to guard my mouth and I haven't always been perfect, but, you know, you try to guard your mouth, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, if we was to talk a little bit about health, um, you know, I believe that God made our body so incredibly. Uh, it has the ability to repair itself, put it mm-hmm. that way. All the abuse, if a, somebody was a smoker, somebody was a drinker, and they chose to quit, mm-hmm. uh, I believe that the body can repair itself. However, right. I also know that, you know, scars... <laughs> In life. Yeah. When I was a little kid, we went to a place. I grew up in Oregon, so we went to a place on a field trip, and it was called the Omni in Portland, Oregon. 
and it showed a picture of lungs. And it showed a picture, three different, it wasn't a picture, it was real lungs mm. one, from people that had smoke. And so in one, in one spot, there was this lung that looked kind of pink, like looked clean. The next one is a little bit darker. And then the next one was, you know, just all chewed it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was in really bad shape. And so that really had an impact on me. And, and our neighbor, he used, to, he used to smoke pack after pack after pack. So you look at... When you think about your life, so many people along the way have had, you know, an impact on your life, mm. you know, and, you know, I'm so thankful for my dad that, you know, he had a major impact right. on the direction that I feel like I, I chose to do. And, and so you, I guess the point of the matter is, uh, like I said before, three inches of your body loves the taste of, of sweet things, but mm. If you if you think about I used to when I did part of the seminar I used to have a, I took a pound of sugar and it was totally white you know what I mean I said uh, what, there's no value in this at all you know your tongue likes the taste of it but your body uh, once it hits the the stomach you know what value does it have it doesn't have any and so when you start to understand some of the basic things uh, of health. It makes me wonder why our government, like this guy was saying, mm. why our government uh, isn't promoting wellness mm. rather than sickness. Well, do you think it might have something to do with uh, money? Yeah, just a you think bit. the pharmaceutical companies are paying people off? You think? Oh, and so well, it's no benefit to have a uh, for them to have a healthy lifestyle. Well, let me ask you this, and this is something I've seen. Maybe about a month ago, and it's just fried me. And it was like, to me, it's a red flag, and it's a straight-up sign. Ding, 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 pointing right here saying, this is what we're doing. And But people are so oblivious to it. I'm like, oh, I never even noticed that. I'm like, my goodness. It's right in front of your face. It's sublimely going into your head. Mm -hmm. Starbucks and McDonald's were putting on their cups to get vaccinated. Really? Yeah. Let me ask you, why would they do that? Why, what benefit do they care about you that much? McDonald's really care about, I don't, well, about your health? No. McDonald's. It just so happens, by the way, McDonald's. Okay, what we used to do, that's a good, that brings up a good subject. On this health seminar I used to do, it had guidelines and I had a PowerPoint that the company put out. But one of the illustrations was to take a pantyhose. Now, what's interesting about that whole scenario is that. A pantyhose was representing your colon. So your, your small intestine, okay, goes, the food that you eat, mm -hmm. goes into your stomach, the acids break it down, goes to the pyloric valve into your small intestine. And the small intestine, they say, is around 21 feet long. It has villi and microvilli, and this is where all the absorption sites are. They say if you stretch out, out, it's the same as the singles Wimbledon tennis court. Okay. So, but the large intestine, which is basically the septic tank or sewer mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like five feet, but it can expand out to like five inches. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And so you can have buildup in there, right? Yeah. No and that's, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. I didn't know I could stretch out that much. Yeah, My goodness. That's a whole nother story because I did a 40 day, the 40 day fast that I never ate no food at all. Nothing. And, uh, that was a whole, I documented everything that happened 40 days without food. And, 
And I just remember the process that I went through because enemas and stuff like that's like really a big deal doing that. And I just remember what happened when I did that mm. from in you know build up and stuff. But uh, so what was I saying? Okay, so the colon, mm, the large colon, okay, it can yeah, expand to five inches. Yeah, and so the pantyhose. Mm. What we would do is you would cut the legs off one end off, and and McDonald's is what we used to always use is we'd have the fries and the hamburger, right? Mm. And so we would talk about, you know, you, what you do is you would, you know, kind of crunch it up and stuff like that, like you're chewing it. Obviously, there's no acid in there, but you would, then you would stuck it in this pantyhose and and it would just keep stuffing it in and stuffing it in and stuffing it in, and the sock just keeps expanding and expanding mm. and expanding. And it, it kind of used the illustration about, you know, having bowel movements, going to the bathroom, you know, you know two to three times a day. And this stuff just gets blocked in there, right? And then showing that whole illustration, and you'd pour some some kind of a drink in there, a soda which has hydrochloric acid, like I mean, uh, phosphoric acid, like Mountain Dew that leaches the calcium hey, out hey, of hey, your hey, bones, hey, hey, hey. out of your bones. <laughs> I knew I'd get him on that one. Anyway, so phosphoric acid, okay? It's like okay, as you get older, you know, how many times have you ever heard about? Older people that fall and break their hip mm -hmm. through my through my lifetime <laughs> through my lifetime as a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <laughs> as deaf as you are, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. anyway. Anyway, hey, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's leaching the calcium out of your bones, and those when these people would fall. They'd break their hip, and then I guess to recover, many people I've I've known over the years that have died <laughs> shortly thereafter. That got all sidetracked. Sorry. After after uh, I just can't believe of all things you can't <laughs> hear. My goodness. Oh man. So phosphoric acid leaches all this the calcium out of your bones. Out of your bones. Yeah. Break your hip. You basically ain't going home. Almost it seems like people pass away. For for the most part, of, it seems like. A lot of people. In fact, I mean, that's what you always hear. Oh, they broke their hip. It's like always like a downhill trend after that. Yeah, it seems like a, time and time again I've seen that happen. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I got sidetracked. I'm trying to recover here. <laughs> but uh, anyway, and then uh, the next thing we do, we have another body sock. And uh, and then what we do is we have fruit and all types of fruit mm -hmm. and things like that. And we stuff it in there. And how it just, it actually just goes right through. It doesn't build up, mm -hmm. you know. So eating eating fruits and vegetables and, and uh, all that is is this very important thing, you mm -hmm. know. And so what me and you talked about earlier, and this is this is something for years I've thought about. Okay, you, if you, if you do ta your, you know, taxes, I've had a bookkeeper since 19... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, 79. So all I do is I give them all my information and I do a long form and they're the ones that figure everything out, all the write-offs, but, uh, your medical, your pharmaceuticals, if you can get tax write-offs for them as an expense, why can't How can you get that for a write-off though? Is what I'm trying to figure uh, out. That's the way our, our tax system set so, up. Well, who do you th who if do you who, go get drugs for high blood pressure yeah, for go, this or that heart yeah. disease? You can write those off. You can write them off. It's an expense. Mm -hmm. hmm. So my question is that has bothered me for years. What if? I mean, stop and think about this. Car insurance. I I'm I'm you got car insurance. Yeah. So 
when you got your car insurance, did they ask you if you smoked? Yeah. So by being a smoker, you got a bit of a discount, right? Not being a smoker, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Not being a smoker, right. you get a discount, right? right? And so my thinking or is... Or a tobacco, yeah, tobacco user or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you chew or do what you I smoke? Say? Well, you said smoke, but like, do you smoke or do you chew? I think the word they always use is like, do you use tobacco? Toba- tobacco, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you get a bit of a discount, yeah. right? So my thinking has always been, how is that a fair system? If if you got people who literally are abusing themselves, literally, whether it's food, drink, or tobacco, mm-hmm. how is that? And this is not to be okay. This is just my body, my mm-hmm. choice. Okay, how is that beneficial? How? Why should I not have to pay a price for people that are abusing themselves? Right. And so, why can't I write off all the supplements? Every year, like they vitamins, itemize it like yeah. you're doing expenses mm-hmm. as far as soon pharmaceuticals. What if I don't go ever go to the doctor? Thank God, if I don't go to the doctor, and I know stuff happens. I mean, come on, right. I'm 65. If you knew how many times I have abused my body uh, physically, whether or it was accidentally, acci- accidentally. That's what I was basically talking mm-hmm. about through my business, working mm-hmm. trusses. Breaking fingers, uh, you know, playing sports younger, car accidents, knocking out my teeth, that kind of thing. I mean, I got plenty of scars. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, I could go right through every part of my body because it's almost like there's this. If you could just imagine links on a chain, it always seems like the weakest link in that chain is the one that's going to break every time. That goes on in my body as a 65 year old. The, the my knee. My basketball knee. I was on crutches. My my uh, summer uh, softball league. I had a guy uh, slide into me on second and snapped my ligament. I was on a cast for I forget how many months, and so that kind of thing. Those things are scars. It's mm-hmm. never the same, right? Ever. And so what I'm saying is, I think one of the things that should be on the forefront, if 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 you Google what is the uh, the top two. Uh, causes a death in the United States. It's not COVID. It's not the flu. It's heart disease and it's cancer. Yep. How long has it been that way? It's been that way for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. When I was doing seminars, it, it, it was I did the same thing I Googled and it was always the same. Why aren't they making a big deal about that? Why aren't they trying to do preventative? Why do, yes. they, why do they not help educate people, you know, and so they don't have to suffer because of this, yep. you know, if they truly care about, if they truly care, because they do care, Dad, they really, really oh, care. They the care government right. cares, yeah, yeah about yeah. you. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, the government. Yeah. Oh yeah, they really they care, care so much, you know, because they're putting it on McDonald's cups. Oh yeah. You oh, know, yeah. in Starbucks, yeah, they yeah. definitely care you about think, You think maybe if you follow the money, we always talk about follow mm-hmm. the money. You mm-hmm. think it might have something to do with that? You think maybe 100%. just maybe. All these big corporations that are trying to mandate the the vaccine if you're going to work, do you think just maybe, just maybe the present uh, people we have in power right now are making the old call yep. and telling them you better do such and such a thing if you want such and such a benefit? Yep. You know that's going yep. on. Just like you know, just like in the state and the in the governors and stuff, and that's what proves how awesome those other governors are that are making a stand because totally. they're losing funding. You know they are. Yeah, they're totally yeah. losing funding, and yeah. that 
Stinking Newsom's the biggest kiss up, rearing kisser, and look at his family members. And he knows that he's not going to get this money. I mean, they threatened it. Dow last year, we all seen it. Mm-hmm. This, this, they were talking about uh, they threatened uh, a Merced County oh, and right. all the other counties that right, we're right. not giving you your funding if you don't you know, wear these masks in your place. We're shutting you down. I mean, it's it's been insane. Yeah. And we forget about it because we forget quickly. But like now that I'm saying this, I remember all the little things that you know the restaurants tell us. Yeah, if we don't if we don't do this, you know the uh, what what are they called um, the health department for the county or federal whatever that is. I don't know if that's county or federal or state, but they're going to come in and shut us down. And just uh, basically, it was always fear mongering. It's always causing fear, and these people that are trying to start business, run their own business. That's all it was. And and were they ever really do it? I honestly don't know because not very many people stood. You're right. But it's just like, it goes back to, like I said, the Starbucks, McDonald's, that was just one of, I'm sure, a million. Okay, let me ask you this. If it's our body and our choice, why were they handing out literal money, giving money out, free ice cream cones, free this? You get your vaccine, we'll give you free ice cream. You go get your vaccine. My company, I don't know if I told you this. Think about this. They they just did it, like, a, not a couple weeks ago, that... If you get your vaccine, you are entered into a drawing. Ten, think about this. This is insane. Ten people were going to be given ten thousand dollars. No. Yes. It's right, Mima. I can pull the dog out and show you to you. So ten people in this company that I work for have won ten thousand dollars. They were announced as they update if they got the COVID. And so, what impact did that have? I don't. I have no idea. They don't say nothing about it. Yeah, but I'm like, and people around talking about it. I'm like, you guys are seriously gonna worry about money right now? Isn't that a sign to you? Like, pay attention. This is. I mean, this is obvious. Why would? When have they ever paid you to go get the flu vaccine? When have they ever paid you to go down there and buy, buy like you said, vitamin D three or multivitamins or minerals? Why are they they're they're and and let me tell you this, you think that company is coming that money out of their pocket? You're you're wrong. No. The government is giving them that money. They don't have money to do that. Yeah. So they're getting money for yeah. that. There's no other reason for it. Exactly. Yeah, and so that's that's pretty interesting because yeah. why the other question is why did they pick any company corporation? That's larger than a hundred employees. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. See, if you think about it, in this country, this country has more small business owners. Well, I don't think it's going to stop there, though. What's that? The 100 people. Oh, I know that's where they started. That's a start. They never because look what they did with the the mask. Remember they said, oh, in group settings you can't have group settings over fifty. Yeah. Then it went to twenty five. Then it went to uh, ten. Yeah. And then it went down to five, I think, or something stupid. So, I mean, how many times have you heard Fakey Fauci ever say uh, you should wear a mask and you shouldn't wear a mask, and yeah. then you should wear a mask and now you should have multiple. But how many people really know that multiple though? mask? Well, see, that's you know I mean? why I I think your podcast is great and that we have this conversation. We don't claim to be the professionals no. in this area, but I can tell you this: if you aren't listening to more than all the t- traditional news media yeah. outlets. ABC, NBC, CNN, and all those, which probably most of the people that follow you on these podcasts, their their eyes have been opened big oh, time for sure. before we ever went this. But maybe we can share just a piece that will help them, mm-hmm. or they can share something. But I mean, the whole thing with the whole thing. I mean, multiple masks and all this. There's no possible way that a, a virus, the size of a virus is going to be stopped by those masks. No. It's the biggest lie ever. Yeah. I mean, 2020, I I, I could count you at, on my hand, one hand, five times or less, that I actually put a mask on right. for two or three or four minutes, and it was only because of the people that I was with that I had to do what they said at that particular time. I didn't yeah. want it to come back on them. But as soon as I, soon as I walked away, I took it off. Yeah. Uh, if a grocery store tried to do it and I absolutely had to have something in there, I put it on. As soon as I walk out, I, I take yeah. it off. But 2021, there was a lot of questions still in people's minds about what was going on. Mm-hmm. For real, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. We hadn't been awakened to so many of the lies that's been going on. That's today. been getting revealed now. Do you mean 2020? I'm saying 2020 back then when yeah. everything was first starting, it was kind yeah. of the unknown. It was for but all of us. From, from that time till where we're at now, uh, the Great Awakening, the things mm-hmm. that's happening, the information, the stuff they tried to censor, the t- stuff right. they tried to shut down, blackout so people don't get it, it's happening word of mouth. I've mm-hmm. always said word of mouth is the most powerful form of advertising. Yep. Yep. How many of the people that are actually part of your pod- podcast or Mid-Valley Mercenaries they never knew you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm sure they researched, but I guarantee you there's people that shared because mm-hmm. they loved your podcast mm-hmm. or they loved Mid-Valley Mercenaries. So yeah. they shared on YouTube, yeah. right? And so, and you you have other people you partner up with, too. Mm-hmm. They're doing the same exact thing. So yeah. word of mouth is, in my opinion, most, you know, I mean, how many times have you bought something? <laughs> right. Because I mean, oh, we I look at reviews. Product. Yeah, we look at reviews and that kind of stuff, and so that's kind of the same thing. But it's even more effective when it's a yeah. personal thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, I go back to this though. I've always believed for the longest time, and I'm so thankful that I had this awareness about your immune system, a God-given immune system. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that if you live right, eat right, it's not saying it's gonna, you're not gonna have accidents and that kind of stuff. And there's not a place, hey, if, if I break my, if I break something, yeah, you know, go to a doctor, get a cast on. Yeah. But, you know, short term is my goal. I don't wanna step foot in the hospital. I don't want to do any of that stuff, you who, know. Yeah, who like wants preventative, to? Preventative, right? Right. Who wants to? And so it's not like it's not if you do, you're a bad person, or no. you just you you know no. you deserve this because you didn't take care of yourself. That's not what he, you're saying at all. No, not at all. Accidents happen. Things Accidents happen. Ha- things happen. Or you pay the price for bad decisions longer ago. Exactly. Or you pay the price for decisions you just did. Yeah, exactly. But you usually most people learn from them, right? We all have. We've all done well, mistakes. Hopefully so. And so. It's, uh, like I said, it's an amazing thing the way God created people. Uh, each of us, you know, the we're so intricately made. I mm-hmm. mean, I, well, I he d- says we're fearfully and wonderfully fearfully made. Fearfully and wonderfully made. And I don't understand how it takes more faith, in my opinion, to believe in the Big Bang Theory uh, <laughs> totally. than it does creation. Right. I mean, give me a break. When you really get into the Word of God and you see the incredible, I it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, do I understand it all? No. But do I understand the basics? Yes. Right. And so I I try to live by I uh, the gospel is is really set up to to keep you from going through mm-hmm. all those things, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually or physically or financially and so it's in place and I I've, I've often said this, you know, as your dad, as Thomas's dad and Trinity's dad as the grandkids I want the best from them, but mm-hmm. you're free to choose, and you're not free. But you're not free to choose the consequences of your choices. And so, so if I can point out something to you, the whole idea is we all win, right? Yeah. I mean, you totally. shared you shared many things with me that has helped me. So I'm not too good to learn from you, and you're not too good to learn mm-hmm. from me. And people that are uh, uh, actually part of this podcast or on YouTube, they're picking up all kinds of stuff from you. Yeah. You know things that you share. And I you mean, know they're you help and they're helping me. And they're, they email exactly. me stuff, and I'm like, I didn't know that, or yeah. you know, yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's an it's an awesome thing because I heard this long time ago. Either you have a network, or you work a job. Mm-hmm. Now, what is that to me was speaking to me because the beauty of what's going on here, and you know, like I've been working on a project of mine called Big Story Outdoors for since 2018, and. Uh, I'm seriously thinking about going the podcast direction mm-hmm. and pretty much I'm picking your brain mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and looking at other things. And I feel really kind of feel led to do that more so than the YouTube thing mm-hmm. right now. And so I think it's invaluable to share some of the information and, and, uh, that whole thing there is going to be, I feel amazing because so many of the stories, whether it could be the Bigfoot people yeah. that have experienced that or, all, all kinds of, I got a doctor that uh, I was telling you this morning, that guy right there is a chiropractor and uh, he was a ranger uh, in the military and uh, I think he was a lieutenant and he actually, there was when uh, the wall in Germany uh, came down. That's crazy. And he actually got piece of the, whatever mm. it is, our rocks or yeah. our concrete or whatever it is mm-hmm. but you know i've interviewed him and stuff and he's just a wealth of information yeah. so to me it's all about trying to share information yeah you know i always truth truth truth, truth. yeah exactly i've always said we're in the information dispensing business not the condensing business mm-hmm. 
you know, and so to 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 share the information with people, and then you you research and find out, yeah, uh, what you believe is the truth for your life, and mm-hmm. so anyway, there's a scripture that I think goes good because my my thing is discernment, right? Is what and discernment? Yeah, discernment. It can really only come true discern. Okay, so there's wisdom and and experience and knowledge, and those all those are all they're different things and in their ways and. We can learn that common sense. A common sense is a failing thing in this day and age that we live in. Like people just don't have common sense. It's like I don't. I don't know what creates that because I don't think I'm. We don't think we're better than anybody, but I feel like now I haven't had at times in my life I haven't had common sense like you. You know, you call yourself an idiot. Like you, dummy. Like why would you? do that you should have known better just you know foolish things we do like mm. jumping off that house and hurting your back just oh, dumb yeah, totally. things right yeah but discernment is a god-given thing that his spirit can do you know lead you in ways that you would have never thought of yourself and through his word but colossians 2 8 says beware lest any man spoil you talking about this government through philosophy and vain deceit. So what's going on right now is it's these guys are philosophers and they've come up with these things in these ways and and this vain deceit, it's straight up deceptions, all it is. It's just full deception. Again, money's not evil. It's the love of it love that money. is the root. And that is the problem is they love the money. Right. I, I haven't felt comfortable going to a doctor since Dr. Shiel. Like I feel like Is Dr. Right? Shill actually cared, and I know there's good doctors out there, but they're like barely can find them. In my you opinion, you were like you were like a just born. I mean, she no, she she um uh brought Tom. She was Thomas's doctor. I oh, remember really? her playing his day. Yeah, oh, okay. Up until I don't know late teen or mid teen, late teen somewhere, oh, okay. and that's when she got. Yeah, get, we we just never go to the doctor. Yeah, but I remember her very well, and she seemed like a personable. Had a personal relationship with mom and us as kids because that's where we would go if we ever went to the doctor, which we never did. I know you went to Ostriker or whatever back in the day, but I I have never felt since then that I've ever had a doctor that I had a relationship or that really cared. It's all these people, and I'm again, if you work at these places, I'm not saying you are like that because more likely if you're listening to this, you're cut from the same cloth and so to speak. But we all know. Let's be honest here. Now, most of those people, when you go into MFA or to the ER, there's one of two things going on here. <laughs> They're either a joke and they don't give a lick about you. They're there for their paycheck. Or they were good people, but they're so embittered by the the literal, how can I say this nicely? The system. The people and the system that come in there that try to take advantage of the system. Right. And it's fake. It's not real or it's self-inflicted. So the people that really need the help can't get it and can't get true passion and consider. That's the whole point of that industry is to be passion, or compassionate for people that are hurting. But there's been so many people that come in there that have self-inflicted, take advantage of the system, show up in the ER. I'm talking about the ER, emergency right, right. room. That the people that really need help can't get it. And then when they do get the help, they're not really treated properly because yeah. <laughs> they're so beat down, worn down, 
dealing with this junk all day long that when you really almost cut your arm off, you can't, they don't care about. They just, it's like they care, but they're so numb. Because I work with these people every day. Desensitized. I get desensitized, and I get that way myself too. Like, oh, you know, like you see someone and they're in serious messed up in the medevac world, but... At the same time, it's like, well, you shouldn't have been cooking drugs in your garage then. And you wouldn't have blown up. But then the next call, you'll get somebody that was T-boned by a drunk driver. And you have a little bit of compassion on them. And, and our and our people at where I work are very good. And they're very, um, you know, some are a little less in, uh, sensitive. But others are pretty sensitive to people and try to be nice and kind, stuff like that. But I told them, the reason, I go, the only reason you guys, we get like this is because of all the the abuse abuse that people are putting themselves through or trying to take advantage of this. The government has created these these monsters. That's right. what they did because they're giving free money. And what do you think people are going to do? Are, you, are they going to do the right thing? No, whoever does the right thing when it's free, right? Mm-hmm. You grew up teaching me, and I leave something out, and now I'm I'm hearing myself hearing you through me. <laughs> Like that, that put this stuff away. You got it out, put it back. Yeah. And it's like, you never respect anything until you work for it yourself. And just like your kids, and that's how you got to teach them. I want to give my kids everything. Sorry, I'm going a little bit of rant here. But you want to teach your kids things. You want to do stuff for them. But how are they ever going to learn to respect something unless they hurt and work and suffer and sweat themselves? They ain't going to. It's impossible. And so a big factor is it starts at home. The parents don't teach their kids. They give them everything they want. They don't appreciate it. And guess what? Then it moves into their teens. And then it moves into their job. And then it moves into their marriage. And all this whole thing started in the home. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I need to save that for another podcast is the home. you know. It's, and so then that moves into the hospitals and affects them. And it's just a not, it is, it's, it starts. So, so I, I guess I kind of was getting off on rabbit trails there, but be, beware people that are listening to this right now, beware. It's not that you walk around in fear. It's not that you walk around thinking everyone's out to get you. The government does have some good things. The government does have some things they offer that are very helpful and beneficial. Look at the, um, uh, food stamps. There, there is good that, that has helped people. I truly know that we're in very bad, hard times. They weren't lazy. They still worked, but they still needed help. And when they didn't need it, they got off of it. So beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and and vain deceit. Don't believe everything you hear. Be diligent. Be um, sober, meaning pay attention, focus. Don't soak up everything you hear through vain philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. That's basically what he's saying is you're, you're taking man's imperfect. I'm imperfect. Dad's imperfect. Exactly. You're imperfect. But you know what? We serve one who is perfect without sin, without blemish. And so the only way that we can live the way that we need to live properly is through him, that's the only way. And even then, we still fall and we, we make mistakes. But have so, some discernment. You know, discernment. You know? 
I, I don't know. Th- I wanna, th- wanna... Think, think, think about this. This is a, a way to put it because I, I think, I think this kind of explains it also. Is in business, if you have this great idea, you have several systems that you need to put in place. Maybe you got a a, a, a good food product or something, or maybe some other great idea, but you have to put these things in place. And the risk of starting your own business, the risk of failure is really high. Yeah. And uh, so why do people, the last time back in the day, it was around 150000 uh, that you had to put up for a franchise. Obviously, mm-hmm. McDonald's and companies like that is more. But when you they have a turnkey business that's been proven to be successful, and so they have a, a manual, a guidebook, a school. Basically, this is what you have to do. You have to bag it this way. Mm-hmm. You have you you right. you do all these things. It lays out a whole system mm-hmm. how to be successful. And if you stop and think about it. How many McDonald's have you seen closed down? How many of the other franchises have you ever seen closed down? Mm. They have a very high rate of success, right? Yeah. So, so what we've talked about in the past too is, is the word of God rather than thinking about it as a, a book of do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. It's a guidebook for your success. And all the basic things that we talk about, how to be saved, how to be born again, all the things, even spiritually, uh, financially, and physically, all those things are, are right there. And I know for a fact, after all these years, I mean, I've sat on, you know, I was raised in church. Uh, you know, I did Bible memorization. I don't know every, I don't understand every scripture that's mm-hmm. there. Right. But I can tell you one thing, I know enough for me personally, mm. because when I stand before God, I'm not going to answer, the, you're not, I'm not going to be able to blame nobody else for what they did. I can't say, so-and-so did this, and because mm. of this, I'm standing before God and telling him, because it's going to be on me, right? Mm. And so the guidebook for your success is the Word of God. Mm. And it's an amazing book. It it's it's living. It says, yeah, you know. And so, it's alive. Mm-hmm. And so I've I I you can you can study it. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It is alive, and it mm-hmm. becomes it, and it can be become part of you. And that's about the relationship because the Bible Bible says Jesus is the Word. Mm-hmm. And beginning was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, mm-hmm. and and so it isn't alive, and so just personally myself, uh, you know, the Bible says it give you, he he'll give you the peace of God that passes all understanding, and so through this time, if if you know, I'm just thankful that I have that peace right of God, mm-hmm. and it passes all understanding because if if you look at the things that are all around you, the storm that's around you. I could see how people, like I've often thought, I looked at people, uh, I, when I'm on my bike ride, uh, I just met another homeless guy the other day now that I've been home mm. for the last few weeks, and I met a guy named Rico, Rigo, and I love going out on that bike trail just because a lot of times I'll stop, the people. if I see a homeless person, I'll stop and talk to him, mm-hmm. because 
the ones I have met, amazing stories, amazing testimonies, amazing life experiences, things that I can learn. Uh, do I want to be in that position? No. But can I maybe make a difference in their life, right. encourage them? Because I've often thought, man, what if I was in their place and I'm standing there? Have you ever noticed, have you ever watched people, how they, they typically don't even look at the person? Mm-hmm. Like the person could be right by the store, right by a store you're going to walk in. And uh, I've sat in my vehicle before, and I watch people go in and out of that store, and it's almost like their eye, they're avoiding eye contact. I tell you right now, I, I've seen some of the most amazing, I've had some of the most amazing ex- spiritual experiences when I've actually stopped, mm. asked their name, looked in their eye, and, and just started a conversation up with them. Yeah. Because if you stop and think about it, these people got they they have feelings. They gotta feel like people don't care. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the whole story of of, of the Good Samaritan. Even mm-hmm. the religious people walked that they right walked right by them, mm-hmm. you know, and the Good Samaritan actually helped them. I to me, if I was that person that was standing there, because you're already f- carrying a load, you're already feeling down and out, most likely. Mm-hmm. But you have nobody to care. Yeah, you know, I I'll close with this. This is the most amazing story. When I first went to Arizona to uh, check out the zone that I I want to get drawn for, and I've got like six points I think now. Mm. But it just so happened that a local pastor, his nephew, when I took Katie, when I took a uh, uh, lady. Not lady. Was it lady or Katie? Katie. When I took Katie, my black lab. Yeah. Rocky's mother. Okay. Yeah. And so me and mom was going to camp at, at the unit uh, nine uh, for, you know, just to scope it out. But we, we, the first night we got there, we stayed in a hotel. The next day I got up to take her to the bathroom and she started, we were going walking out. And, and uh, what happened is I seen a guy over there. That was a homeless guy. This was right out kind of in the wooded area. And Katie went over there, and me and him started a conversation. Mm. It's It was, his last name was Hubbard. He was the nephew of the man, that the pastor that was the pastor of 59 for years. Wow. Yeah. And so we talked about the Lord. He had been drinking. You know, it's amazing how God will, you just, you just He's know. He's preaching for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's reaching for him. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing his love. Yeah. So, anyhow, but that's powerful. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the most amazing thing. You What's got company. On? I don't know. I don't recognize that at all. <laughs> that's anyway, the only thing bad about being in a cul-de-sac is they get some weird yeah. people turn around thinking it's a through street, I guess. But. So, yeah, we yeah. could go on and on on that kind of thing. But. Yeah. All righty. Well, another one down. Another one. We'll see you guys in the next one. We're excited to score,